past few months, have you found yourself diligently working with your horse through lots of different movements in the arena, kind of working on his responsiveness and how well he carries himself and all that fun stuff? But there's one movement that, well, you're just a little bit worried about and it seems like quite an overwhelming sort of a movement to begin tackling that is the turn on the haunches well if so this is your lucky week because this week on daily strides we are going to be talking about turn on the haunches we're going to try and simplify things a little bit and take the whole scariness out of this movement that is actually quite nice when you and your horse realize what is supposed to be happening and how to actually achieve that Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where every single week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into, well, a more simplified sort of a version of itself and then from there we can begin to build it back up. The lessons are step by step designed to be listened to while you're actually in the saddle and riding your horse. So it's kind of like having a riding instructor with you. And also the big benefit, of course, being that you can do this on your schedule and on your time. You don't need to fit in around other people. Yeah, this is the very first, this is the Monday, the podcast, but there's actually another four programs on this particular topic. The Monday is always a general overview, and then from there we work step by step through it. At the end of this, I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons, but also all the lessons that have ever been made. There's over 600 of them in there, and uh, yeah, I'll tell you that at the end. But guys, back to today, and back to the turn on the haunches. Now, I find one of the biggest reasons that... Riders are a little bit wary of attempting the turn on the haunches is because there seems to be a little bit of a lack of understanding about the turn on the haunches. And one of the biggest kind of contributors to this is the fact that people don't realize that a turn on the haunches and a walk pirouette are two very different things. Okay, yes, they are related. And yes, the turn on the haunches will lead up to the walk pirouette, but the turn on the haunches is not the walk pirouette okay and it's often this pirouette when you start I suppose a pirouette and you think my golly gosh there's no way myself and my horse could do that um well if that's the case you're probably right if that's the thought that went through your head however turn on the haunches once you've got a few kind of basic prerequisites down then it is a movement that you can begin working on and working into your schooling routine with your horse okay so what is the turn on the haunches before we go any further well just like a turn on the forehand is the back end moving around the front end, a turn on the haunches is the front end moving around the back end, okay? So your horse's hindquarters will stay close to the middle of a circle and your f- horse's front legs, his front hooves, will make a, cir- a semicircle around the hind legs that will stay relatively still. Now that's an important word, <laughs> relatively okay so one of the big differences between the turn on the haunches and the walk pirouette is that the turn on the haunches your horse's hind quarters are allowed to make a little circle within the bigger circle so imagine that the bigger circle is made by the front hooves but you're actually allowed to make a smaller little circle in there in the center with the hind hooves okay now walk pirouette a true walk pirouette you want the hind hooves to stay um either at the same spot particularly the inside hind leg to stay at the same spot or relatively close to the same spot but with your turn on the haunches your hind quarters or your hind hooves are actually allowed to go up to one meter which is over three feet that they can move around again in a semicircle shape or whatever 
um, however much you want to do the, the, the movement or the turn, but they are allowed to do that. And all the while, the horse's front end will be moving around them. Now, there's a couple of other things that you need to understand about this. First and foremost, your horse needs to have a slight bend in the direction he is traveling, okay? So whatever way he's going, whatever way you're asking for the turn, he must have a slight bend through his body um, in order to do this, okay? So he has to go the way he's going. And this is very important. We're going to touch on this a little bit later about you in the saddle and how you have to... You've also got big responsibilities here, okay, when you're doing this. Um, and one of these is the bend, okay? Now, the next next thing that's really important is that the rhythm has to be maintained all the way through. So when your horse is doing a turn of the haunches or a walk pirouette, he has to maintain the walk rhythm. Okay, so he has to kind of stay and walk. But instead of going forwards, he's obviously going sideways. It's a lateral movement. He's moving sideways. Okay, so it's really, really important that you keep that in mind because one of the biggest ways that a turn of the haunches well, it turns a bit on its head and becomes a bit of a disaster is the fact that horses get stuck. And I'm always saying this on these podcasts, but the walk is especially tempting for this to happen, okay? It's kind of, it opens itself up to all these different opportunities for your horse to develop stuck in the mud syndrome or sticky feet syndrome, okay? Where he's no longer got that forwardness about his movement, he's now stuck and he's kind of shuffling along more so. Now, if you find that at any point throughout your turn on the haunches, this is happening, it kind of, it and that's how it feels. It's kind of like there's mud, he's stuck he, he's not moving anymore he's kind of I don't know shuffling around there a bit and um, that is where that is your cue to ask him to ro- rather walk forward out of it okay and then work again on establishing a good walk before you come back to it okay but yeah you want to keep that all the way through now with your walk pirouette ideally you would have the inside back hoof of your horse basically marking the space okay and it's going to mark time so if you can imagine that the inside back hoof it stays in rhythm but it doesn't move forward it stays just moving so it's lifting up and down almost on the same spot whereas with the turn of the haunches the inside back leg is allowed to slightly move over in the direction it's traveling it can actually move forward and over a little bit so if you can imagine a slight diagonal movement there as the horse moves around and that will give you that smaller semicircle um, made by the hind legs or the hind feet inside of the larger semicircle that is made by the front feet okay as they move around okay now how do you work up to this well You have to have, as I mentioned, a couple of different things in place before you can begin even thinking about turning the haunches. So first and foremost, your horse has to be moving forward, okay? And he has to do so in a responsive manner. Um, A turn on the haunches is not the place to begin teaching our horses to move off our leg, okay? They should have gotten all that. That should have all been grasped a long time ago before you ever even thought about turn on the haunches, okay? So he has to move forward. He also has to have a good walk, a good quality walk. And you have to be able to also shorten the stride a little bit in walk without losing the forwardness of the walk, okay? So you want to, that you can shorten. Now, I'm not talking so much about collection. So if you, another difference between your turn on the haunches and the walk pirouette is that the, 
the woke pirouette is done from a more a far more collected woke okay it's it's in a more there's just a lot more collection within the movement whereas a turn on the haunches you want to rather think of shortening things up a little bit so um a good example of this would be trying to turn maybe a vehicle okay if you can think of a big long bus and you're trying to turn a bus yeah, can you can you imagine the arc that you have to take on the bus to turn it? And I think of a small sports car; it can almost turn the sixpence. Okay, or think of maybe a long, big horse and a little pony. Okay, um, much to the dismay of many children across the world, when the pony turns in a sixpence, they tend to not so much turn with it and fly out over the shoulder. But the the whole concept here is that you want to shorten things a little, maybe not quite to the kind of kind of whole sports car or pony analogy but you do want to shorten it a little to make that turn a little bit easier on both you and your horse okay so you need to shorten the walk the other thing you need to be able to do is to figure out underneath you what is moving when and where it's moving to okay so a lot of the times with riders when things go a little bit wrong it's because they're perhaps asking the correct questions but they're just asking the questions at the wrong time, okay? So you need to kind of realize and know exactly what leg is moving where, what foot is moving where at any given time, and then when to time your question that you're going to, well, you're going to give your horse the best opportunity to respond to that question correctly, okay? So it's really, really important um, with the turn on the haunches that you can feel. Now, I think so much with the turn on the haunches, it's more important to feel this from a point of view that you have to be able to feel the rhythm, okay? And if, and if that rhythm breaks, well, your horse has just developed stick, stuck in the mud syndrome and you need to ride out of it, okay? But you do have to know what's going on underneath you before you would tackle this sort of a movement and then the other thing that I would suggest doing is having a very good grasp you and your horse of both uh, shoulder in and also haunches in so with both of those um, movements you're able to control where your horse is putting his shoulder placing his shoulders or his haunches at any given time and this is really important to be able to do a correct turn on the haunches as well okay so when you're riding actually through the movement, a lot of people think, well, how do I do it? And one of the big mistakes that a lot of people make is they use their, they try and use their outside leg. So let's say your horse, we're going to move his, his kind of body around to the right, okay? So his shoulders are going to move right. He is going to have a slight bend to the right as he goes around here. And what's really, really important to consider here is that you are moving his shoulders as opposed to pushing his hindquarters over. So very often we get a little bit gung-ho with our outside leg. And what that is going to do is, first of all, it's going to knock your horse a little bit off balance. But not only that, the shoulders aren't going to move where you want them to move, okay? So rather think of giving your horse an opportunity to move his shoulders. And how you could do this is by beginning with a slight shoulder in and then opening a door. So opening your rein a little bit to allow him then to come around in the turn on the haunches. When riders begin to push too much with their outside leg okay so they bring their outside leg maybe a little bit too far back to begin with as well and then they push too much with it what tends to happen is in order to well to get a little in there and really make that outside leg work okay and what they tend to do is they will shift their weight to the outside of the saddle so in this case it will be over to the left and uh, then they begin to try and kind of push the horse over but remember as soon as your weight begins to shift you're going to lose the bend okay and also as soon as your weight begins to shift 
your horse is going to have to compensate for that to keep you both well in upright position, okay, and keep you both balanced. So it's really important that you think of being lovely and balanced in the saddle, sitting nice and equal and even, and then just slightly weighting your inside seat bone. That is all you want to do there, okay? So it's just like bending. You want to maintain the bend. You want to ask him to go over. And as I mentioned before, as soon as he would become sticky in any given part, you then are there on hand to ride him out of it. So one of the best ways to make sure that you're not suffering (laughs) with the stuck in the mud syndrome is to keep thinking forward all the way. And as I mentioned earlier, that uh, rhythm and that beat all the way through, okay? Now, I also want you just to bear in mind as well, at the end of the turn of the haunches, so let's say we're doing a 180 degree, we were facing one way, we kind of moved our shoulders around our back end, and now we're facing back the way we came from, okay? So we've turned 180. A lot of people tend to think they must end where they started. So a good example of this would be starting on the outside track of your arena. So you're parallel to the rail and then you thinking, okay, I must end on the outside track of the arena. Bear in mind that with the turn on the haunches, your horse is allowed to move kind of that diagonal step, that slightly forward, but still sideways movement with the inside hind leg. And in doing so, you will probably end a couple of feet or a meter or so off that outside track, okay? And that is correct. So how to know where to end your turn on the haunches, where to finish the movement, where to say, okay, that's it, fantastic, we're going to ride straight out of this, is when your horse's body is parallel with the outside rail or with wherever you started off. So um, having some sort of a a guideline there that you know, okay, I'm going to keep his body, um, I'm going to start parallel to it, we're going to turn around and I'm going to end parallel, obviously facing the opposite direction. That's a great way. And then by walking a few strides of straightness and then later you can turn back onto your outside track again because you're not going to finish on the outside track, okay? So just keep that in mind as well. Very often we look for too much initially. We, we want too much of our horses. We expect too much of our horses. And they can't do that. They're not able to, to do what we're asking of them. And it ends up in this huge frustration between both horse and rider. So rather kind of gradually introduce this, gradually approach it, reward every small step in the right direction. Um, and as soon as you kind of notice, whoa, things have got a little bit wonky here. This doesn't kind of look or feel like it should. First of all, assess yourself and make sure that you indeed are asking the correct questions. And then from there, rather just walk out, leave it, and then come back to it later when you've got, when you and your horse are back kind of on the same hymn sheet and you're back um, with that nice active walk again. Everything is back. You're both, your communication is back where you want it to be again, and then start all over. So guys, as I mentioned, every week we have a step-by-step breakdown of the topic of the week, and this week is no different. Um, this week we're going to be chatting about how to, well, feel what's going on underneath you. It's quite important. And uh, not only that, we're going to later in the week be um, working on the turn on the haunches itself and a couple of different exercises that you can use to kind of get your horse, first of all, into the mindset of doing it, and secondly, then actually performing a turn on the haunches. 
I would love for you to join us. You're more than welcome. Uh, you can find out all the information, all the details on that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. And yeah, as I said, there's not only this week's lessons, but all the past week's lessons. So every podcast that's here on the Daily Strides podcast, there is indeed a week of lessons to go with. And uh, we would love to have you there as well. Have a super one. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.